What happens when common sense is common, but just not helpful? What happens when social standards and thought processes leave you stuck? It's time for a new way of thinking. It's time for divergent sense. Divergent means different, varying, or dissimilar. Divergent sense is taking a different look at something to gain a fresh perspective and having viewpoints that are dissimilar to that which we know as common. This podcast was created to offer alternative opinions on topics ranging from life's everyday challenges all the way through much more complex topics as well. So join us here in our digital domain as we do our best to help life make sense, or should we say, divergent sense. Well, welcome back, everybody, to this podcast episode. And uh, hey, Ben, what what do we call this podcast? The podcast is called Divergent Sense, Bill. And what do we mean by that, Ben? Thinking differently about things, Bill. Not just taking the common view necessarily, but looking not. beyond that, right? Yes. All right. So I want to make a very divergent comment. Buckle up. Or statement. All right. Let me get my helmet. All right. You ready? I already had it on, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Conflict is good. Who? I'm pausing while you digest that. <laughs> but here's the caveat. Mm. Conflict is good and even healthy when handled properly. Okay. Well, we need you to fill in some people on the latter half of that yeah. statement. Yeah. Here's the reality. Uh, some people do live their life in what I call conflict avoidance. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I, yeah, I don't like conflict yeah, because of, when I do it, I'll crush someone. So I don't do it right. I, that's right. Yeah. So there's an unhealthy way to approach conflict and there's a healthy way yes, to yeah. approach conflict, but there is no healthy way to just avoid all conflict. Okay. All right. So let's, if we live our lives in conflict avoidance, um, not going to be good because it, it it's not, it, you cannot avoid it. So when you try and you just avoid, 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 Mm-hmm. You don't have the skill set to handle conflict properly or in a healthy manner. You just keep shoving, kicking that can further down the road. Mm-hmm. When it all happens, and it will, it's a blow up. It's an right. explosion. It's yeah. a. It's it creates far more damage than if we had just addressed the conflict that arose at the time that it arose, and we just dealt with it properly. Uh, we would actually grow through that process. We would learn things about ourselves, learn things about our our spouse, learn things about our friends, learn things about our organization, learn things about our Mm -hmm. clients. Mm -hmm. Conflict resolution is a big deal, right? right? I got you. You've you've worked from the business side, volunteer side, all of this. Mm -hmm. You would agree with me that conflict is inevitable, but how we resolve conflict is, is really important. Yes, sir. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah, very can you, much. Can you think back on situations where a conflict arose, it was handled in a good manner, and on the other side of the conflict, you felt like, I think this relationship is stronger. Mm-hmm. I think I think this is better. It helped us that we yep. worked through this. Yep. Has that been your experience on any level? Yeah, for sure. So I, um, I serve on a local school board, and I've been on like eight years. I'm starting my eighth year right now. And um, first rattle out of the bag. I mean, I've been on three or four months. Um, a guy and I really locked horns because uh, someone had kind of gone between us and said I said some stuff. Well, he didn't know me, he didn't know my character, didn't know you know know any of that stuff. Um, but the there was what I said that we undid. But then I we kind of went round and round because he attacked me. 
And uh, so we we got everything dialed down for that in in the moment, which was it was only you know fifteen or twenty minute shouting match. But then I wound up going over to his house about an hour and a half later with invitation, not showing up to to you know yeah. pound him into the ground mm-hmm. or anything. Right. I was there for like three hours, and uh, it was really good. And we've been we've been very good friends since then. We we have to work together, and we work well together to this day. So we you know, and it's yeah. because it because you. You actually didn't avoid the conflict. You leaned into it and tried yeah. to find resolve to it. Yes. Um, in a way that was mutually beneficial. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and on the other side of that conflict, now you have a stronger relationship, a better understanding yes. of that person, and it has led to you being able to have a good working relationship yes. with that person. Yeah. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Sometimes that's true. So. I'm, I'm not sure how 100% that is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sometimes what doesn't kill you just leaves you weak and wounded. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm duly noted. Uh, so duly, anyway, duly anyway, noted. It's another divergent uh, idea. <laughs> so here's the reality when we talk about conflict, going back to the statement I made as we began, conflict can be good and even healthy when we handle it properly. Now, here's the other thing I would say as it relates to being in leadership of any kind, any level. You cannot lead without there being conflict that occurs. Absolutely. It's going to occur. Yeah. Um, the issue is not how do we eliminate conflict. It's learning how to deal with conflict. Mm-hmm. It's learning how to talk through, work through, find a mutual resolve. Uh, if we see conflict as a fundamental threat yes, to our authority or to our position or to our value, we're going to have a hard time. Yeah, uh, A lot of the ways that we learn to handle conflict are shaped while we're growing up. Uh, how was conflict handled in our household? Duck and run. Um, yeah, this happens a lot. Here's the thing: when um, back when I was serving as pastor, I had to, I did a lot of premarital counseling and working through. One of the things I always took a couple through was how understanding how each person handles conflict. Mm-hmm. Had a questionnaire, a thing that they could go through and fill out on their own, and then we would discuss it together about what their basic um, way they approach conflict. Even if those two ways are different, it's helpful to know that. Yes. It's helpful yeah. to know because it helps you find middle ground. Where can we come? Some people want to face conflict head on. We're dealing with this, buddy, and we're not leaving until this is done. Yeah. Yep. Other people are going to say, time out, time out. I got to think or I'll say something dumb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And then other people just avoid it. Right. They just pretend like it doesn't exist. That's not healthy either because it does reemerge. It, it's it's like a protracted version of whack-a-mole. Mm-hmm. It just pops up again mm-hmm. at a later yep. date. We probably all had these conversations with someone that um, they're they're pulling from a stockpile of ammunition that may be years old. Uh, yeah. So it may not even relate to the present conflict. They're just reaching back and going, "Well, you this and you that, right. yep. you that, and you." And we get confused. And the we start, original what, triggered. We're like, "What are we talking about?" Yeah. So <clears throat> the issue is learning. How how do I handle conflict? What is my initial way? And how can I improve in that? How can I learn to handle conflict differently? And one is that most of the time, conflict is not personal. Okay. What I mean by that, it's perceptional. Sure. Okay. Right. So now we know perception can be reality, but the, but when I yeah. say it, when we take conflict personal, that it's it's 
personal to me. It's a it's a personal affront to right. me. We're not going to respond well to that. Right. Uh, okay. We're going to go on the defense. We're yep. going to we're going to fortify and and you know we're going to retaliate. Because who else are they attacking? Yeah. Here's the reality. More times than not, when we work through the conflict, what we realize there was a misunderstanding, a miscommunication, or a misperception okay. of the situation. Maybe by both people, by both parties. But more times than not, when we work through, I thought you said, no, that's not what I said. I said, but right. I heard this. That when we can when we can take conflict and make it as less about being personal, which is hard to do, right? Oh Cause, yeah. Because they're saying yeah. these things to me. Yeah. Right. And it's about some exchange we've had. It's about something that yeah. either I did, didn't I did, do, right, yeah. or right ever. Yeah. Um, or something I've said or they thought I said. Mm-hmm. The conflict is going to be easier to handle if we take and say, we give the benefit of the doubt. I think maybe they misunderstood. Or we immediately recognize, you know what? I did do that. I did say that. Right. And we own it right away. Right. So that's part of good conflict resolution is you don't have to own everything, but just own what's yours. Yes. In this thing. Oh, I could have said that better. I I, I probably could have phrase that differently and been and more accurately communicated uh or i could have held up my end of this responsibility better uh i own that i should have or whatever this leads to conflict resolution right when we are able to own what's ours Mm -hmm. both own it i'm assuming i shouldn't assume it but i i'm presuming that your conversation with the aforementioned school board member Mm -hmm divulged information that neither of you had at the time of your conflict. Yeah. And you probably realize there were other people who fueled this potential conflict with misinformation. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, what you came to in your conflict resolution was a better understanding of what actually was happening. Yes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, because we know this and we can look, I often say this, Ben, hindsight is great. Anybody can have hindsight. Intelligent people, healthy people, take hindsight and translate it into foresight. Yeah, that's a struggle. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Unless we make the choice. Yeah. What I've learned, I'm going to now apply. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be able to make this a little less personal. If I say, if you come at me, someone comes at me and they're making accusations, let's say. You this, you that, you didn't, you whatever. I can diffuse that a little bit by saying, hold on a minute. Help me understand. What did I do? Right. What did I do? In some ways, I'm coming into agreement quickly with whoever it is that's opposing me in the sense of saying, okay, obviously something has happened. Help me understand what it is. Um, And then it gives a chance for some articulation of this, that, and the other. And whether or not it's true, whether it really happened or not, that all gets exposed in the ability to have some type of intelligent conversation about it. Right. And the quicker we can remove the defensive emotions and say, hey, you know, at the end of the day, I obviously we have a conflict i i want it resolved do you yeah uh and if yeah. we both do then we should be able to to take some time and work it through till we yes. understand uh that happens in relationships all the time it happens with between spouses it happens within organizations it happens within departments yes our divisions right uh yeah. and the ability to do this is important and when we do it when we work through the conflict we don't just avoid it push it down let it build, let it simmer, let it erupt into Mount Vesuvius, 
at some other point down the road where it could just have been a mild little bump that we could deal with and get on. Right. Um, choosing to address it. And this is something leaders have to do on a daily basis. Potential conflict. Let's address it. Let's expose it. Let's own what we own. Let's fix it so we can keep moving. When uh-huh. we do that, it actually helps us. It actually gives us a better understanding of the people we're working with or the people who uh, we sell to, our vendors, whoever, mm-hmm. whatever the conflict yeah. is. It's either going to tell us, one, we can continue working together, or two, we cannot work together. Right. Um, yep. But it can still be beneficial and healthy. And that's what I meant by my opening statement. Conflict can be good and healthy when handled properly. Yes. And by properly, we mean try to remove the emotion from it, make just affirm I'm mm-hmm. going to own what I need to own. Uh, I'm going to I'm I'm going to presume we both want this resolved, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we actually engage in some type of meaningful communication. Right now, I'm going to dive too deep into that because we're going to do a whole episode on this whole idea of communication here shortly. Um, but I will say this: as a leader, you can't avoid conflict. No, 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 no. It's, Honestly, as a human being, you really can't avoid conflict. You can postpone it. Yeah. But it's going to show up. Uh, and I think that the healthier way is to deal with it in the moment rather than shove it down the road to yeah. where it becomes a much bigger issue than it would have been had it been addressed in the moment. Yes. Okay? So hindsight tells us that. Hindsight tells us that. Wish I'd have dealt with that and not let it do this. Mm-hmm. We can all look at our experiences and see that, right? But that's where we take hindsight and turn it into foresight. That means we've learned something. We've actually mm, yeah. learned from the past, and therefore the past has been beneficial to us because we learned. We just talked about that. Here's We're going to have a learning mindset as it comes to conflict. So now we're going to say, okay, this is what I've learned. This will get worse if we don't at least attempt to address it in the moment that it's mm-hmm. arising. Now, obviously, there may be moments where we can't really get into it, but we know there's a conflict, then we need to at least acknowledge it. Right? Maybe my wife and I are out and we're with a, uh, another couple having dinner and some conflict arises between us, some misunderstanding, something gets said that shouldn't have or, or mm-hmm. misunderstood. We probably don't need to have our conflict negotiation right there with the other couple sitting in the restaurant. <laughs> right? But we should at least acknowledge it and say, obviously, this is something we're going to have to talk about. Right. Could be a long drive home. Yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah. we're But we're agreeing. No, we're going to talk about this. This is something that came up. We're going to address it. So I get that mm. you may not be in the moment, may not be the time to address it, but at least in the moment, it needs to be acknowledged. Yeah, you got to be wise about it. Yeah, you got to acknowledge, that, okay, we have a conflict. Sometimes that gets communicated by a subtle tap of my shin from my wife's foot. Right. That, oh, we're going to have to talk about something when we there get done is. here. Yeah, there right. It is. So um, I guess... Not everybody can identify with that, but I'd say a lot of people can. Um, yeah, absolutely. Had those kinds of encounters. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I've gotten the side eye. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I've also gotten the raised eyebrow. Of, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Of this is going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But it's important to at least acknowledge it in the moment. Yes. And identify, okay, there's obviously something here we're going to need to discuss. We, if you're on a call, something, say, hey, you know what? Let's take that offline. We'll, we'll pick up on that once the meeting's over, but we're going to circle back to it. Whatever. Whatever's the appropriate venue that neither person is. Your resolution with your school board person didn't happen in the meeting. No. It happened in the follow-up. Yep. 
right? Uh, Round that, two. Because that was a more appropriate place yeah. for the conflict to actually come to resolve, mm-hmm. right? Just like parents fighting in front of the kids, right? Okay. Uh, my rule was always if they saw me and my wife having a disagreement, it was important that they saw that we had resolved it. Yes. And that we made a point to say we had a disagreement, we've talked it through, we've resolved it, and we it's important for us that you know that. It just wasn't that we had an issue. We worked through the issue and we solved it, and that's how good relationships mm-hmm. are. Right? So um, that's true across all levels. Now, I will say as a leader, you can avoid unnecessary conflict. Ah, uh, yes. There's conflict that's just going to happen, but there are things that become unnecessary conflict. Mm-hmm. And what I yep. find the biggest contributor to that is expectations. Mm-hmm. All right. Poorly set and poorly managed. Yes. And I even say this unrealistic and unspoken. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So if we I, did that this week at if, the office, actually. If yeah. I have an expectation mm-hmm. of an organization, a business, mm-hmm. uh, a person that is unrealistic, unmet expectations fuel most conflict. Right. It's a source of most of the conflict we have. So we can actually avoid unnecessary conflict by making sure that our expectations are realistic. Yeah. That they, they're actually realistic. But also, I find that a lot of people, conflict arises because they have an expectation, but they've not spoken that expectation. No one knows that's the expectation being put on them. I didn't know you were expecting me to do that. I did not know. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you should have known. Well, how would I, how would I, I know yeah. that I should have known? So this happens a lot. The old conversation back and forth of, I want you to want to do the dishes. I'm never going to want to do the dishes. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I do want to help you. I want yep. to be beneficial. And if that doing the dishes helps you, I'm in. Yes. But I'm never going to want to do it. Yeah. I want yeah. to help you. I don't want to do dishes. But I will yeah. do dishes if that helps you. Does yes. That- <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But if your yeah. expectation on me yes. is that I'm going to develop this great desire and enjoyment yeah, no. of doing dishes? No. That's not going to work. No. That's not going to happen. No, the, uh, it becomes palatable because of who you're doing it for and why. Yes. Not absolutely. what you're doing. That's correct. So let's let's move off of that a little bit. But let's go to this idea. Unnecessary conflict can be avoided by making sure our expectations are realistic and communicated. This is true certainly in our companies, our organizations, and our teams making sure that people know what our expectations are. If we're the leader of a team, leader of a group, a a department or whatever, or the whole company, Mm -hmm. we need to not just assume that everybody knows what I'm expecting of them. Yes. We need to find a way to clearly communicate those things, and we need to run it through the filter. Is this realistic? Is what I'm expecting of my team realistic? We talked a while back about what happened during the global pandemic. I'm sure there were a lot of, of leaders a lot of uh, bosses and owners who expected their team to be able to innovate and be creative. Yes, yeah, for Only sure. to discover they didn't have the ability to do that because they'd never been trained to do that, and they'd never been communicated that that was what was expected of them, and so they didn't know what to do. Yep. That's why I think it is an important part here of, of this whole idea of conflict and avoiding unnecessary conflict, which is kind of 
the B side of this album. Um, <laughs> how you like that reference? There you go. So <clears throat> the B side. The B side of this reference is avoiding unnecessary conflict by making sure your expectations are clearly communicated mm-hmm. and understood. Yeah. <laughs> the circle but, back is but a, also a, that they're realistic. Yes. You're not expecting your team to do stuff they've not been trained to do or resourced to do. Yes. Because yeah. that's a setup for conflict. Yeah. That's going to be an unmet expectation. So how do you defeat that? By communicating. This is what's expected. Circling back, as you said, so that everyone clearly understands this is the expectation. Then if something doesn't happen, it's unmet. Dealing with that conflict has just gotten greatly simplified. Right. Greatly simplified. It's simply a conversation like this. You were aware that this was what was expected. Yeah. And you have maybe you've even chronicled it. Yeah. Met and talked about it on this day, this day, this day. Whatever. Reinforce it. Yeah. And and they'll that means they're either gonna say, I did. Okay, so you you knew, but you didn't do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Or whatever the case may be. That makes getting to the crux of what the actual conflict is much simpler. You yeah. don't spend a lot of time beating around the bush in conversation trying to figure out what started, what what's really happening here. That becomes pretty clear. So when we're clear with our communication to our employees, to our staff, to our team members, and it goes the other way around. When we as individuals are clear about what we expect from our bosses or what we expect from our leaders or what we expect from our uh, vendors or what Mm -hmm. we expect from organizations where we buy things or whatever, um, when we can clearly articulate what our expectations are, that does two things. One it helps me understand uh, that I, I have thought through what my expectations are, but it also gives an opportunity for that other entity to say, uh, we're not, we, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. We're not set up to do that. That's not who we are as a company. That's not what we do. So now it gives an opportunity for my expectations to be adjusted, right? Right. And brought back into the realm of realistic. But it, it won't happen if we don't communicate. Yeah. If we don't talk about it, if we're not making sure. So the two big things, two big factors that fuel unmet expectations and create unnecessary conflict, things we can actually mitigate and avoid unnecessary conflict, is that our expectations are realistic and clearly communicated. When we do that, we really do avoid a lot of unnecessary conflict. It heads it off at the pass. Mm-hmm. And it might lead to conversations. It might lead to someone saying, well, why, why, why is that expectation unrealistic? Well, here are the reasons why we can't do that. We can't do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it helps you mitigate that, that whole situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And That's I'm good sure stuff. I'm sure you've experienced this yourself just as you work with teams, mm-hmm. as you've worked with employees, as you work with volunteers. The clearer we can set right. expectations. I know you've been in the construction business. I was in it myself. I found that I alleviated a lot of unnecessary headaches for myself by just simply communicating very well up front and managing expectations. Yes. Yep. Heading it off at the pass yep. and dealing with it on the front end, making sure everybody understands, everything's spelled out very clearly, everybody signs off on it. You avoid a lot of headaches that way. Yes. Yep. Um, and so that's, in essence, kind of what we're talking about. Um, and I'll, let me circle back here. We'll, we'll, we'll land this plane. Conflict can be good and it can be healthy when it's handled properly. Because when we handle it properly, we grow in our understanding of ourselves and of others. We usually experience 
a stronger bond to those people that we value the relationship with because we've worked through something. We now know things we didn't know before. Maybe we've even had to recognize I misinterpreted the situation. So going further uh, in the future, I will not do that because I now know something I didn't know before. So conflict resolution, beneficial and healthy. So I'll say it one last time. Conflict. Here's my divergent viewpoint. Drum roll. Conflict can be good and even healthy when handled properly. Thank you for listening to Divergent Sense. We don't just want to hear from you. We need to hear from you and what topics you want us to speak on in the future. We've got plenty to say, but we want to say what you need to hear, what we all need to hear. So do the world a favor and email those requests to contact at DivergentSense.com. And remember, when it comes to your way of thinking, just because it's different doesn't make it wrong. And just because it's common doesn't make it right.